Queen V. And I'm Dr. E. Queen V, we have an audacious musician in the house today. And not only is he a, an audacious musician, we have your son. I want you to introduce this wonderful, handsome man to the world. Let's talk about Mr. Seti Set. Who is he? He is Cedric James Reynolds, and he is phenomenal. Not only musician, Dr. E, but singer and producer. He plays multiple instruments, sings the house down, and I am just as amazed as, as you are about the level of his talent. Well, you know what? Um, I'm so happy to have him here. I might even ask him to sing a little melody at some point. Hey. But, you know, said he said, I mean, you're so yeah. talented. Um, I might ask you to just do a little beat before we get off, but let's, let's yeah. rock and roll. And um, let's, let's your, mom, your mom, uh, Vanita Reynolds, I, she is so proud of you. And I'm just proud to, to see you, said he said. Okay, uh, Sister uh, Queen V, take it, take it on. Let's talk about this man. Well, first of all, I have to give props to his parents, uh, the late Pastor Sid Reynolds and his beautiful yeah. mom, Barbara Reynolds, who yes. actually birthed him. He was a gift to me and remains a gift yeah. to me. Yeah. But yes. they were yes. the OGs. They were the original, yeah. original ones. And so we always want to give homage to them. Mm, uh, but he is a gift in every way, a gift in every way. I have loved mm. him since I met him. He's just my son. But uh, Seti, yeah. how in the world did you ever know that you had this musical genius? Because it is a genius. Where did this brilliance come from? How long have you been playing? When did mm -hmm. you discover it? Well, it was pretty much my parents that discovered it before. Um, I was in a piano class when I was five and they put me in piano. I wanted to play the drums. So I'm in the piano class, I'm doing everything and then I'm falling asleep in the class. So it was, it was boring to me. And the teacher told my parents, they said, hey, this guy, he has a talent, he gets it, but putting him in a box necessarily might not be the best thing for him. So the teacher actually recommended they pulled me out of piano class. Wow. And so, yeah. So from there, um, I didn't play any instruments for like a couple of years because uh, my parents were just like, all right, well, if we don't put them in a box, do we put them in music or what do we do? Um, I ended up in the in the church one day, just hopped on the drums and learned this one beat and just was playing it for hours and then ended up, you know, being on praise and worship team and then went through every single instrument. And I, I don't know, it was the grace of God. Like there was one day I didn't know how to play the piano at all but it was in the middle of a worship service. I just started playing the piano and singing. Wow. And played, played, played three songs, just made up three songs and wow. played it. Yeah. <laughs> you, we're you know? talking about you left the, your piano class because you were bored and yeah. two years you didn't do nothing, but then you started playing instrument mm -hmm. and it was intuitive. Is that what I'm saying? Uh, hearing is, it was yeah. more intuitive as opposed to you going to some other lessons and having to learn formal. Yeah, it was it was pretty much all intuitive. I mean, I got um, an informal lesson to make this, this beat um, on the drums and then being able to watch people and then just kind of replicating because I'm able to hear by ear. And we've we've had a piano in my house and I would just like Mary had a little lamb. I would take out songs on the piano and just when I was a kid and just be able to take it out by just by listening to it. 
So it's been a lot of just intuition um, and a little bit of studying on my own as well. Uh, as I got, you know, more into the practice, I kind of wanted to learn, okay, am I holding the sticks right? Am I holding the, the guitar right? All of that. Um, so just been a long process, but yeah, for the most part, no, no lessons. So what so, really nurtured yeah. that? What nurtured yeah. that, you know, started doing this stuff. You started playing instruments, but there had to be some nurturing to keep you motivated to, to keep doing that. Yeah, um, it was, it was not, um, maybe it was more of a passion because the way I saw music, um, it was in the worship form. So it's always been, um, even a source of like meditation, a source of release and a source of comfort that it, that it gave me. So whenever I attacked music in that regard, it was more of just an expression of my spirit. So with, with that being the leading in the guiding light to everything that I did, um, it made music a little bit more understandable, more palatable, because I believe it's a connection to the emotion. So with that, I was able just to really convey my, whatever instrument that I was on in a more powerful way because people were connected within the emotions. Well, now, how many instruments do you actually play? Because I've heard you on several and you master them all. You know, anybody yeah. that heard would think you were a professional guitarist, a professional keyboardist, a professional drummer. How many instruments do you have booked in your toolkit? Um, I would say about five, like confidently, um, and then, well, six if you count vocals, but drums, bass, guitar, ukulele, and piano. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And then, um, then the vocals as well. So, yeah. yeah You're amazing and it is absolutely a brilliant gifting i i believe you're just born with it i don't think that your yeah. level of genius can be taught you know it really can't i mean i could try all day <laughs> you know it's 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 kind of weird because most people are only good at one yeah. so to be good at multiple it still kind of you know gets me i'm just like oh okay yeah <laughs> you know but it's just the grace of god you know that's that's all i equated to well, Seti, I, it's my understanding that you had the opportunity mm -hmm. to work with Morris Day. What was yeah. that like? I mean, it's like you're saying, oh. okay, you're really, you, I tell you, you're really reserved and you're very, you know, it's like, it's, it's like you're, you're, you're come across like it's really not a big deal having all these gifts or whatever, but that propelled you to be around great artists. What was that yeah. like? Oh, it was amazing. And honestly, like, from what I expected to what I got when I was there, like he was just the most humble guy. And you wouldn't even think like, unless you really knew who he was, you were just like, this is a regular guy, regular dude. And you know, with all the accolades and everywhere he's been and the people he's, he's worked with as well. Um, it was just, it was great to me to even have that reciprocation where he had a respect because we're working on this, um, this project. I can't say exactly what we're doing, um because it hasn't come out yet so um but uh we're working on this project and he's asking for my input and the head engineer is asking for my input and i'm saying okay do this do that okay i like that but can you do this a little bit and they were taking my input as far as um collectively what what the whole uh, session how we how we're running the session i was running the session so i was i was just i honestly i you know st step back a little bit i was like okay I, I I got some things to offer. All right. Like, you know, Morris Day is asking me, what should I do? I'm like, hey, you know, you should already know. But, you know, if you want my opinion and my suggestion, you know, I'm gonna let you know, you know, so it 
it was just beautiful, like to, to be able to work with somebody in that capacity and to be able to reflect ideas off of each other and then really just show the growth within that. Like it's, it's a whole nother realm, it's a whole nother feeling, like especially when, when it's on that music level too, because that's a language in and of itself. Oh, absolutely. That you can master. And since you mm -hmm. have mastered it, what would your ideal life be like in the musical mm -hmm. genre? What would you bring on a perfect day? Well, Music. my dream and then the perfect day, well, they'll, they'll align eventually, but my dream is to make money while I sleep. So, you know, if I can get on the, the residuals, you know, which is, you know, placements and such through music, um, to be on TV, um, you know, to be to be on this podcast as well, you okay. know, uh, you know. Okay. So, yeah, uh, let's yeah. do it. You know, that's that's my ideal day to wake up and just to be able to create freely, and then to also have my creations um, be used, you know. And in that realm, like that's the perfect day for me, like just to be able to create what and do what I love. So at 80 capacity, whether I'm creating for somebody else, because I have different artists that I record and then also creating my own music, like that, that would be the perfect day for me just to, just to wake up and do that. Well, it's like mm -hmm. breathing for you, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's not even work. Now you yeah. are responsible for the beautiful uh, entry music for Queen V and Dr. E podcast. Can you yep. give us a little jingle? How did you come up with that? And can you just sing it for us live and live in color? You want me to sing it live? I love to hear it because I Ooh. sing it in my sleep. It's like, oh my gosh, how did he come up with that? I mean, right. it really fits Ooh. who we are and, um, and I just love it. And, and our, our yeah. viewing and listening audience, they need to know that you are the man behind the voice. You are the voice. You are, because people are, are telling me, oh, Marilyn, you did a really good job with that music. I said, I didn't do that. Uh, well, who did it? And I let <laughs> yeah. them know. It's Sandy said that did it. Well, how yeah. did you do it? I cannot answer that question, but you can answer yeah. it right now. Yeah, so really easy, and you're gonna be mad at me for this. Uh oh, too. uh oh. It it was the freestyle. It was a freestyle. So anytime, like I make music, like I said, it's a connection to the emotions. So more of the prep work comes before I actually make the music. I have to get my head in the right space, and then just pretty much emotionally embody what the subject matter that I'm. I'm thinking, so I have to take my, and then once I get there, all it is, is, so from there, like that, that full embodiment of just, you know, what you guys are about, um, you know, my mom only, you know, and then the love that, that, you know, comes from that, like it, it made it, it made it easy and I made it, I'm not gonna lie, I made it in like a day and then refined it, but you know, it was, it was just something that, you know, like I said, I just have to get emotionally in that state. And then once I get there, it's it's just all about just the release, and that's it, and capturing that release. Okay, so let's hear it. Let's hear that. Yeah. Queen V and Doctor E. Yeah. <laughs> Queen V and Doctor E. Yeah. Hey. Oh man, no, I got it. Um, they got audacity. Audacity. Yes. They got audacity to believe. Yeah. To believe, to believe, yeah. Yeah. Queen V oh, and Dr. E, they got audacity to believe, 
to believe yeah oh my gosh i love that oh wow yeah. you have a, a beautiful voice there's no auto tuning here this is a real no the gifted gifted producer now you also i know have a mm -hmm. whole production facility in your home now how many yeah. uh artists do you produce and do you actively if someone wanted to get in touch with you to produce them is that something you would be interested in yes yes as a matter of fact um i do it all the time um i got artists actually flying in uh country artists uh <laughs> flying in yeah from across the country so i think once he's from like Minnesota area, I don't know exactly when we're in Minnesota, but he's flying in just to record with me. I don't know how many, um, you know, recording studios you go past along the way, you know, probably a couple hundred. Um, but, you know, he's coming just to record with me. Um, and I've had that have had that happen over and over again, um, just because uh, people, you know, they like to work with a certain people, but also my flavor that I provide. So, um, yeah, I mean, on the daily um I, I have all the instruments as far as drums, bass, guitars, ukulele, keyboards, um, got congas in there. So we can do live instruments, also do the electronic instruments as well. Um, so I've recorded, you know, country music to rap music to R&B, um, even done some funk as well. And then um, a little bit of jazz, not to mention. So it's it's been it's been it's been fun just to just to mess with all the little genres, which I do personally already. So. It's right in my alley and it's been fun. And I'm also employed at uh, Hear No Evil Studios that's in Orange County. And so that's that's where I worked uh, with Morris Day and a couple other big, bigger artists like metal artists and different artists like that. So it's a really a wide spectrum of artists that I work with. And yeah, if um, you do need to reach me, um, it would be setibeats at gmail.com, uh, C-E-D-I. B E A T S, SETI Beats at gmail.com. Uh, yeah, anytime. Um, and we can make something happen and schedule it. Go to work. You are number one with a bullet. I know you are going to be so huge and people need to grab you while they can, like we did. Because I was like, yeah. I don't know, in a year or so, we might not be able to afford my son. <laughs> you know. <laughs> but you know, I have a question. I can give you the family discount. I have a question. It's really clear that you love what you do. For mm -hmm. those parents that are pushing their kids into the arts and they want their kids to play the piano and they want their kids to play the ukulele or whatever it may be, mm -hmm. just beating the inf information into their heads or in, on their fingers or whatever. What do you say to those parents as far as, you know, back off and look to your child like your yeah. <laughs> or uh, do you? So encourage the parents to keep pushing. I'd like you to address that, please. Yeah, so it's it's two different issues with that. So the one issue, because um, I even had an employee tell me about how she had, um, it was an old school nun, which every time she messed up on the piano would hit her on the fingers. Like say, wow, you, you know, you messed up on the piano. So I've had, you know, people that have been traumatized by the whole situation. Um, as far as, you know, being turned off to a musical instrument because it was forced upon them. Also, I've seen where it was forced upon them and it built a sense of character where they knew that if they had a certain dedication to anything, they can apply that. 
so they can build upon, you know, even that skill, even though they don't like music particularly, but that character of being able to build upon these essential foundations, these fundamentals, and to be able to rise, you know, to a, to a higher, higher point. So it, it really depends on the individual and the environment on how they, how they perceive what's going on. Um, and then, you know, the care that's taken with the parents, because um, the way it's put on somebody, you know, in a forceful manner, you know, it could be character building or it could be detrimental to their character. So it's it's a really hard balance um, that if the, the parents are not nurturing enough um, and in the care that's, you know, provided with it, even if per se, like, you know, they, they get onto the instrument, but they don't like it. If the parents just say, you know, I know you don't, you know, maybe this is not your favorite instrument, but these are the building blocks and the fundamentals that you're going to need later you know, to apply to anything. And, you know, I want you to use what you've learned here in this experience and apply it to the next thing that you love, you know, and then know that you can perpetuate yourself to higher heights. So if it's approached that way, and, you know, then it can be a powerful thing, but, you know, it can be um, approached with that negative light to where it's, you know, like a condescending thing and, you know, they end up hating it. So, mm -hmm. so at the end of the day, it all depends on that, that approach and, you know, how the perception is between parent and also the child. Well, you know, I'm glad you're mentioning that because I know that when I was uh, little, um, I was that kid where uh, a music teacher would hit my fingers when I was playing yeah. the piano and I yeah. hated the piano and didn't not want anything to do with it. However, yeah. as an adult, I decided that I wanted my child to play the piano because I mm -hmm. didn't learn how to play. And then my yeah. mother says something very important to me is because I was trying to force it on my, uh, my child, and she said, look, I didn't force it on you, so why are you forcing it on her? And then I said, but I bought this piano, and it's sitting in my living room. Somebody got to play it, you know, and uh, but then I really thought uh, deeply about what my mother said, and so I finally got rid of the piano and then asked my daughter, well, what do you want to play? And she said, I want to play the drums. And I'm like, oh, no, I don't want to play yeah. the drums yeah. around in my house. Yeah. But I had to tell me as the parent. And yeah. really listen to my daughter, and she's an artist. But we had yep. to find what what kind of artist she she would yep. ultimately be. Yep. We had to let her decide that, not me. Mm -hmm. And so we went yeah. through a whole bunch of instruments, and we, and none of them mm -hmm. worked out. But she's still an artist, and she does other stuff, more visual arts. And so I yeah. really appreciate what you're sharing, is because sometimes we can get locked in as parents, and we want something for our child that may not necessarily mm -hmm. be for them. But I'm yeah. super, super happy that your parents listen to you and they follow you rather than you uh, them you following anything else. And so I, I appreciate uh, yeah. that. Well, there was a little bit of adversity, I'm not gonna lie, because um, I wanted to play the drums too when I was five. And I ended up playing like, you know, in the church setting, but like at home, they wouldn't buy me no drum set, I'll tell you that. <laughs> We're not trying I, to hear all that. <laughs> yeah, like I ended up, I remember this guy, uh, it was a rich guy too, this guy, Chris Eastman, his dad, I remember he owned the pencil company, the number two pencils. So like, I don't even know how, but he ended up having two drum sets. He's like, I'll sell you this drum set for $150. So I saved up money washing cars. Um, I would actually trace Disney pictures and then color them in and then go door to door and sell them. So I did that and then saved up and bought this drum set. Like, <laughs> did whatever I could, like, so. Well, I know also that you come from a very musically endowed family. 
I think oh. there's a lot in the genetics. Because of yeah. course, your, your dad was a phenomenal singer. Your uncle's a phenomenal singer. Your grandmother. How has that impacted your singing ability? Does, does it just feel mm -hmm. natural? Like it's something everyone did. And so you do it as well. How did that uh, transpire? Um, yeah, so it was, it was pretty much always, music was always present. Um, unfortunately, my mom's side of the family is not very musically, uh, <laughs> but uh, mom couldn't sing a lick, but dad could sing, but mom had good taste in music because she would have the Sade on, she would, you know, have, uh, what was it, Donnie McClurkin on, um, Michael Jackson, so it was just all this, this music influence, and, you know, with my dad, you know, him singing, and I, I, you know, I, I really like that. And I always tried to emulate it. So whatever I heard, you know, I've, that was the first thing I tried to do. Like Tony Braxton, I would try to sing like Tony Braxton. Like, you know, like <laughs> it was just something I always tried to emulate and then just being able to see it firsthand and the comfortability that he had with it just already made me in this spot to where, okay, yeah, I can do it too. So, you know, I never really had this um, inkling where I doubted myself, I guess. And yeah. then- you know, just growing up, um, just kind of confirmation. Okay, I, I guess I can do this. Either that or all these people are lying to me, but oh well. <laughs> well, it's always been so natural to you, like breathing. You are yeah, a born worshiper, musician, psalmist, producer. It's just innate in you. But I love that you are audacious enough to follow your dreams. Now, what does that look like for you? Mm -hmm. That, you know, because I'm certain that people mm -hmm. try to talk you out of what you want to become and how yeah. you fight that. Mm. Well, yeah, that's that's definitely um, a hard thing if you don't have your, your purpose and your mission, you know, first and first and foremost. So, I mean, my my purpose is is to be able to express my soul. I mean, my heart is God, first and foremost. But to be able to express my soul in a capacity that's going to help and genuine and really, um, really, because well, when I first made my music, let me rewind. When I first made my music, it was for me. It was definitely a form of release, form of meditation, a form of healing. So now when I make music, I want people to be able to heal as well, too. So in any capacity, even if I'm producing for somebody else or anything like that, I definitely want to have that, um, you know, within my production, you know, to where it's, it's going to differentiate me for sure. But um, I want people to be able to see the heart, you know, and where my heart is. And with that, you know, I'm able to express through music because, like I said, music is an expression of those emotions. And if I can bring people to a place, you know, that where they're hurting, a place of sorrow, and we can change that into positive, you know, in, into, into God-fearing people, you know, and like, I, I do make a little, I make secular music, everything, but, you know, you got to meet people where they are. Right. So whether it be, you know, in a, in a ditch, like, you know, I've, I've had some experiences that, you know, aren't, aren't, you know, aren't the best, you know, you know, but at the same time that, that built my character that made me who I am today. And I know that I'm at a position where like, no, I don't want to go back there, but Hey, I see you there. Let me help you see the betterment of where you can be. And let me help you out of this position into a better, better platform in life. You know, and if that's just to be able to smile and thank God for the day, then that's good enough for me, you know. So. Well, absolutely. You are a gift 
be nicest. And I, I think that that's why people will fly from all over the country to be produced by you because you are genuinely, authentically one of the nicest, most humble people that has this degree of talent that anyone would ever meet. So just much success to you. So, so very, very proud of mm. you, sir. Oh, you thank you, thank amazing. you. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much. He yeah. said we're gonna wrap it up right now, but yeah. thank you for being the the author, the producer of Queen B and Dr. E. 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 A. Sweet yeah. You don't want me to try to yeah. sing. To believe it's Queen V and Dr. E. We got audacity to believe, to believe Queen V and Dr. E. We got audacity to believe, to believe. Yeah. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, from, from Seti Set himself. Thank you, Seti. Oh, yeah. We appreciate you. Bless we love you. God bless you. And I, I pray that you get the desires of your heart. And mm -hmm. I just know that there's wonderful things that are happening with you. And I love the fact that you are following your dreams and never, never quit, never give up, keep doing, right. you, keep doing the world, uh, uh, giving the world a blessing. And that is you. So mm -hmm. I thank you. So Queen V, you want to wrap it up? Yes, indeed. Dr. E, again, for our listening, viewing audience, you can find Seti Said at SetiBeats at gmail.com. And he's on Instagram very prolifically all the time. You can find him at Seti Beats. And you can find us at Queen B and Dr. E.com. And we are on YouTube, Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, Instagram, Facebook, you name it, we are there. <laughs> And we hope that you like, share, and subscribe. Thank you so much, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Yeah. We've got audacity to believe.